Buca de Beppo survived the pandemic, but I will prevail. Hello and welcome to the I Will Prevail podcast. Who are you going to call for delivery part two? It's the follow-up conversation. We'll be having actually a bit of a conversation with my daughter today uh, about ghost kitchens, about Mr. Beast. If you haven't gone back and listened to episode 11, you're going to want to go back and listen to it or you're going to have no idea what we're talking about today. So without any further ado, I will introduce my daughter. This is my daughter, Caden. Feel free to say whatever you'd like. Hello. That's that's good. You're doing good. She's a natural. In the last episode, I know she listened to part of it. We were talking about, I was talking about Mr. Beast and I was telling everyone about him. So give me the background on him or what, like everything you know about him from start up until what made you interested in listening to him or watching him. Okay. Um, he started off with um, Minecraft gaming. Mm-hmm. And then moved into challenges with his friends. What Like what challenges? Um, there's a lot of last to leaves. What does that mean? What is a last to leave? So maybe we should do this. Maybe you should be our... There's a lot of old people, I'm sure, are listening to this. But maybe you should be the the our connection to the youth. So what is last leaves? Give me Give me an example of what that is. Last to leave is basically a challenge where... They have multiple people, and the last person to stop doing whatever the challenge is, is the winner. Okay, so give me an example of a good one. Like, what's the biggest prize that they had given away on the last to leaves? Um, there was a last to leave a circle with 100 people, and it was $500,000. Okay. What did, what did they have to do in that circle? I don't understand that. Um. Basically, they could do anything in the circle. They just whoever stayed in the circle, whoever was the last one to stay in that circle, won fifty five hundred thousand dollars. Okay. So I have a really awkward, gross question. What if they have to go to the bathroom? The answer is a bucket. So they had a and a towel. So they have a bucket and a towel in a circle of 100 people. I don't feel like that's necessarily a good concept. That's gross. Okay, so that's fine. Look, the kids today, am I right? With the things you guys are watching. All right, so he was doing gaming, right? It was Minecraft, I think is what I said last time. Was that what it was? Yeah, it's okay. Minecraft. Minecraft, and then he started doing these challenges and then go from there, like... Um, moved on to what? He moved on to um, more different types of challenges, not just last to leave. Um, so his channel is primarily challenges, it seems. But then there's yeah. like stuff where he's like giving away things to people and that sort of stuff. Like what about with like Mark Rober? Um, those that don't know who Mark Rober is, Mark Rober uh, is this guy that worked for NASA. And then he like... Uh, to do YouTube videos. Yes. Yeah. He quit to do YouTube videos for like his nephews to like impress his nephews or something like that. Because he wanted to be the world's greatest uncle. Oh, okay. So he wanted to be the world's greatest uncle. Yeah. So this guy, uh, Mark Rober's awesome. But the stuff he does is amazing. If you ever, 
uh, get a chance to check out his YouTube stuff. It's really awesome, too. Not a sponsor. Darn it, man. These people could really help set this podcast in motion. Um, but I'm not the only one that talks about them. I'm not, I'm not going to ride on coattails. What was the thing that he did with Mark Rover about planting trees? Oh, they're doing another one right now, too. Yeah. Um, the first one they did was team trees. They tried to plant, um, I think it was 30,000, no, 40,000 trees in 2020. So 40,000 trees in 2020. Okay. Yeah. So eat, so if someone donates a dollar, um, each dollar is equivalent to, um, one tree because they partnered with the Everyday Foundation. Okay, so they're doing really good things. And I know right now they're like cleaning up the ocean, like it's Team C's. So Team C's, so they had Team Trees and Team C's, and Team C's is about cleaning up the ocean yeah. and trying to get all the all the plastics and stuff out. And Mark Rober, uh, for those that don't know, you know, being that he worked uh, for NASA, builds like these machines that do things. It's very much like. Back in the day, there was this old, and you wouldn't even know about this. There was a cartoon. Have you seen Paul Bunyan? Nope. Okay. So back in the day, there was this cartoon called Paul Bunyan, and he's this giant, like, uh, he's a giant man. He's like mythical dude, but and he has Babe the Big Blue Ox. Oh, you know the game we play? Lumberjacks and Sasquatches. Yes. That's where that Big Blue Ox comes from. Oh, okay. Babe. So Paul Bunyan would go through and like he would he would swing his axe and what do they call them? Tall Legends? League of Legends? <laughs> what are those things called? Giants? Huh? Tall Tales. Tall Tales. Thanks. My wife's here uh, as well, off to the side here. Tall Tales. Yeah, so he was a Tall Tales. It was like these Stories that are a little beyond uh, real, and uh, and Paul Bunyan was going through, and he was and he would like swing his axe, and he would just wipe out rows of trees, right? Yeah. So there was this guy that came along and built this machine that would like zip through them, and then they have like a competition, and like Paul in Bunyan, Lorax? oh, I don't know, maybe, but Paul Bunyan ends up losing by like literally by one uh, tree cut down. So this is very interesting because the Mark Rober and Mr. Beast thing is like people physically going and picking up trash. And then Mark Rober built like this giant wa- robot, this giant water robot that like collects it all. Yeah, so that's very like cool. A boat with a with a giant bridge that when the water when the water goes down with the trash, it collects all of it. Okay, so it works with the tide almost. Yeah, interesting. And fish can still go under it. That's very interesting. Amazing what people can do. And yet, you young people are learning this stuff. That way, maybe that's gonna. That's really what's gonna tie into all this. Um, is the young people be careful? Because the young people are the ones that are going to be taking care of us. And if we don't get into their world and start doing things their way, we're gonna be left behind, right? So, Mr. Beast Burger, tell me what you know about that. Um, it's Mr. Beast's um, food franchise, basically. So, um, him and all of his friends. Um, it started out, um, that they made a free restaurant where basically it's a drive-through, but then they give people money to eat there. Okay. (laughs) They like give people money and stuff once they get to the drive It's a total anti-restaurant. It literally is the anti-restaurant. It's the opposite of a restaurant. Right. Um, and then after that video, he made a bunch of buildings around the world. Um. Well, interesting that you should say that. Well, around the U.S. He didn't make them, and that's where that's where I was hoping this would go. Uh, do you know 
how he got a hold of all of these buildings. So in the last episode, we were talking about ghost kitchens at the beginning. So he's using what's called a ghost kitchen, okay? Now, he got in touch with virtual dining concepts. And virtual dining concepts is ran by a guy named Robert Earl. And Robert Earl is the owner of what restaurant franchise? Crappy Buca de Beppo. Crappy Buca de Beppo. Yeah, we hate Buca de Beppo in this family. I don't know. I think my wife likes it. But yeah, she's got her hand up over there. But my daughter and I can't stand Buca de Beppo. Robert Earl and his son, Robbie, Bobby, Robbie, Bobby, Bobby, Robbie, Earl. Uh, they Bobby. He owns like four Italian franchise restaurants. He's a re- restaurateur, okay? It means that he's he owns a bunch of them. So Mr. Beast works with him. And that means that anywhere that there's one of his restaurants in the United States, there's now a Mr. Beast Burger. So is it Mr. Beast Burger or Beast Burger? It's Beast Burger. Okay, so it's called Beast Burger. Here's what's crazy about this. Mr. Beast went from never working in a restaurant necessarily. Maybe he worked at fast food. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, and where's he from? Like, I think like Car- either North. I think he was from North Carolina. Like North Carolina or something like that. Yeah. So some guy in North Carolina playing games, people watching him play games on the internet, uh, giving away weird prizes uh, or, or prizes for doing strange things. Um, now all of a sudden has 300 restaurants pretty much overnight so with this company with this virtual dining concepts they actually say on their website that you could have a restaurant up and running within 30 days through them so the way it works is this mr beast and his friends did this episode where they took over a restaurant and they just repack it all they did is it was i think it was a buka de beppo actually put down a banner and then started handing people things. Okay, so they put down a banner, started handing people. I saw the video, and the lines were like crazy. I mean, yeah, they had to shut down the place, shut down a whole street because of it. So the entire street was shut down. Did they say how long the line was at any point? How many? Um, it was. They said it was like a quarter of a mile long. Wow, that that made me think of if you ever get a chance. Uh, there's a video on. YouTube of when the first In-N-Out opened in Texas and there's a video of someone like going, they were going to go to the In-N-Out and then they followed the drive through and line and it went like a mile or like a mile and a half long. It was just crazy uh, how long it was. So this very interesting that, you know, same sort of thing happened with Mr. Beast where it was like a quarter mile, half a mile long uh, of people just waiting to go eat burgers from a guy that had never made a burger and his friends, right? It's crazy. But the virtual dining concept, like I said, they, they claim that they can do it within 30 days or that you could have a, a restaurant, right? This company's virtual dining. You could have a restaurant open and ready to go within 30 days. It turns out Mr. Beast is not the only one that is working with this company because there's a hip hop artist called Tyga named Tyga. And he had these chicken nuggets, these chicken bites that I called Tyga bites. Mariah Carey, oddly enough, put out Christmas or put out cookies right before the holiday season last year, which I think Mariah Carey is just taking over Christmas. I think it's like she, she, she literally will forever. Like she just claimed Christmas. It's like, I think it, the order is like Santa Claus, Mariah Carey, Elf on the Shelf, something like that. Uh, because seriously, like, it, 
it is literally it's it's her holiday now. Um, also, there's this guy Polly D. Uh, we we won't talk about him much. Uh, from Jersey Shore, he also works with them. This is a really terrible show. Um, where he does Italian sandwiches. So, if I want to get Mariah Carey cookies, we can have them delivered here right now from from Buca de Beppo. From Buca de Beppo. If we want to have Mr. Beast burger, we can have them delivered from Buca de Beppo. Okay. If you want to have Polly D's Italian sandwiches from Buca de Beppo, exactly. And uh, who was the what was the last one? Oh, Tiger Bites, Tiger. right? All from, all from Buca de Beppo. Now, I wrote down some things that I think are the good side of it. Buca de Beppo stinks. We've established that. We've, we've all established it. <laughs> we've known the-, the pandemic. If the pandemic would have done something positive for the world, it would have been to shut them down. That's for sure. It would have been. It would have thanked the pandemic. It's a for Christmas that. miracle. It would have been a Christmas miracle. Yeah, it is a it is a life dream to to have them shut down. But unfortunately, not even the pandemic could take Buca de Beppo down. So, uh, n- not a sponsor. <laughs> They're never going to sponsor Anything us but a sponsor. Yeah, thank you. No one was probably ordering Buca de Beppo for delivery. Except now, Buca de Beppo had cookies to deliver. They had Italian sandwiches to deliver. They had burgers to deliver. And they had Tiger Bites. They had chicken. So Buca de Beppo could produce all of this food and send it out. That 100% saves them from going under, right? True. Every restaurant should have been taking advantage of this. Now, here's the downside. Well, no, here's, here's it, it, still a, a, a positive side. The reason this stuff is selling, why do you feel those cookies are selling? Because there's a famous person backing it and because it's a famous person's product. Okay. So how do you think that famous person, like how much do you think they had to do with the actual making of the product or designing of the product? They just give like, they just say what they want, what all the recipes they want are and then hand them to chefs and have them do it. So do you think I'm, do you think Mariah Carey actually tried the cookies before they went out? Probably not. I mean, right? Well, but I would think someone's making them and going, here, what do you think? And then just send out a recipe. But the, the point is this. Any chef could make any food in a restaurant. If you have a legitimate chef, except apparently not where we ate dinner at last night, which we won't say <laughs> that name out loud. Uh, that might be that's another thing to, to consider right now no one wants to do these jobs maybe that's why this food is not going very Thanks well for the raw steak yeah maybe that's not why these things are going so well but if you have a kitchen available then why not make multiple types of food and send it out right yeah. so now you have delivery that becomes the next big thing why do you want a mr beast burger because it has Mr. Beast's name, and I'm curious. Okay, so because it has his name and you're curious, that's a horrible answer. That sounds like an answer that that you were like... Thanks for the confidence, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's seriously, that was the worst answer. That was like a canned answer. Like, I, like we wrote it down, like, okay, read this off the script. Um, <laughs> so do you want, first off, do we want Mr. Beast Burger? 
pay no attention to the videos we watched earlier because <laughs> that's a, that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> that's a whole new episode. Yeah, that's a part three. Yeah, th- this is going to go. There has to be a part three. We're already at. We're almost done with this episode. Um, so why legitimate? Are we going to try the food from there? Probably. Okay. I think we'll probably end up trying it. Before you saw anything on it, before any of those videos, when when Mom and I saw yesterday that Mr. Beast Burger, that the Beast Burger was available and was near here, um, why would you what – is what's the draw to eating a Beast Burger to you? Because you said there's a specific one you want to eat. Yeah. I want to try the, like, Mr. Beast Burger. I thought you wanted, like, a Kyle Burger or a Carl. Oh, no, I wanted the Carl Burger. Carl? Yeah. Okay. They should be careful with that one because then I can just go get you Carl's Jr. One of his friends is named Carl. Oh, so not Carl's Jr.? No. Okay. Does Carl have a kid? Because if Carl had a kid, then you can have a Mr. Beast Carl's Jr. kid burger. And then then he can't get sued because it's his friend Carl's son's burger okay so you wanted to try the carl burger specifically why the carl well mr beast burger but why the carl burger and why the mr beast burger um the carl burger because that seems like because i looked at the ingredients i've seen them before like what okay but like what ingredients what do you mean be more specific it's just a grilled cheese but the buns are inverted (laughs) so the inside of the buns are on the outside and so like the rounded bun is on the inside okay and then it's just a grilled cheese with meat so he did oh that's actually a smart idea so he took and did the outside the inside of the buns on the outside so that it grills it like like a grilled cheese sandwich yeah oh that's a smart idea that's a super smart idea dang it i wish i thought of that Ah, it's such a smart idea. Um, Okay, so why the Mr. Beast burger? Because that's what Mr. Beast wanted his burger to be. Okay. That's like what he wants his burger. So That's how he always gets his burger or what he likes. Right, and that's exactly one of the things I had written down uh, is that you, I said my daughter can have a burger that Mr. Beast made on his show and... When you order the concept, you can order the burger the way the celebrity likes it. Because what it comes down to is this. It's concepts. It's just like conceptual art. It's where I sit here and I go, oh, here's what I visualize. Um, Mom's a conceptual artist. She got through some art classes in college and she didn't touch paint. I'm not saying I did uh, in case they go back and take degrees. I don't know if they can take degrees away. But mom was a conceptual artist. Um, but the same with this, where he just says, this is what I like on a burger. This is the idea of what I want to do with it. Now let's uh, make that burger happen. But then what happens? You get the burger and half the time it has nothing. Similar, even similar. It just has like two ingredients yeah. that he wanted. It has nothing even close to what he wants on a burger. Because what we're seeing from the reviews is half the time the food that's coming is not actually even close to what it was described as. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the I Will Prevail podcast. Look, we're going to go ahead and order this food. We're going to have it delivered. We're going to get it here. We're going to open it. We're going to eat it. We're going to talk about it on the next episode. 
we'll be doing it live, but you will be witnessing it in a few days on the follow-up to this, episode 13, Who You Gonna Call for Delivery, part three. Thank you all very much for joining us. As always, you're the greatest.